Hello and welcome to Cameo Guys. I am your host, Mark Nelson. And as always, I am joined by Cam. Hello, hello. Hello. Hi. So, uh, almost at the big 50. Yeah. But before we get there, mm-hmm. we uh, sat down and we watched Mascots. Yes, there had to be a 49th yes. before we got to 50. Yeah, there, there had to be. Yes. That, That's how numbers work. <laughs> I believe. Well, <laughs> not an expert on the topic. You're so. not wrong. No. Um, so, Mascots. Mm-hmm. A, oh, what year were we looking at? I don't know. A 2016. 15, 15 16, so, yeah. fairly recent. Uh, Netflix original. So mm-hmm. They bought it. I don't know if they bought this one, or if it was just one of those ones that is kind of made more by Netflix. We'll find out, I'm sure. I'm sure that, yeah. But either way, yeah, it was on Netflix. <laughs> we'll get into it, but, it, yeah. but it's part of the uh, the Christopher Guest family mm-hmm. of films. So, your best in show, mm-hmm. waiting for Guffman. Yes. Oh, there was one other. Oh. Uh, for your consideration, Spinal Tap and A Mighty Wind. So just a really good, mm-hmm. you know, grouping of movies, and one of my favourite genres, purely for this. Yes, for this group that makes them of the kind of mockumentary style of film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the format is good. Yeah. I like the format. Yeah, fake, real, taking something. They they constantly take uninteresting things, I suppose. And absurd mm. subcultures is the way I'd describe it and yes. try and make something out of it. It's more about the characters within it than the actual show itself. Like Best in Show is more about the people in it than yeah, and, and this this out of all of the movies they've done, this closely lines up with Best in Show. Like mm. it's very similar in terms of Mm. Format and mm-hmm. almost subject matter as well. Well, it's what a, a talent show mm. essentially for mascots rather than dogs. Yeah, and it's 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 introducing people and then having the show at the end. Yeah, it's pretty similar. We will get into that though, but uh-huh. it, it's been a been a couple of weeks since yeah. our last episode. So, uh-huh. uh, what what have you been watching, Cam? In in that time, uh, I think I mentioned to you last night. Back in time for dinner. Yes, you did. A cool the ABC. Uh, Is it ABC? Series. ABC series. Oh, I think there's a US version as well, and there's a UK version. Uh, so there's a couple of different ones. Okay, but this is the Australian version, and it's a uh, I don't know regular Australian family who, for one week at a time, go through the decades and live that life. Mm. Which is, it didn't go well for the mother for the first couple of decades, which we discussed as well. It wasn't a great time for women. No. In ye old days. No. Um, but I, I, I think it's pretty. I thought it was a pretty interesting show. Hmm. Um, we've only done two, I think 50s and 60s. Yep. Or 60s and 70s, I can't remember. But 50s and 60s, I think. So, yeah, that. And I watched. What I watched? I watched an episode of Comedy Bang Bang, which is on Netflix. That sounds familiar. So it's just like a comedy talk show which is meant to be awkward mm-hmm. and not at all real. In the episode I watched was Zach Galifianakis. Yep. And it's just like the same host and there's they just have a lot of the like real good comedy 
Americans mm. in it. And uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely keep watching it. So okay, I think it was a podcast originally. And then it got made. Comedy Bang Bang. Yes, it does TV sound series. like a podcast that I yep. have seen. And mm-hmm. yes, hmm, very I good. Recommend it. Okay, pretty good. Wait, the podcast or the show? Maybe uh, both. The show. I haven't listened to the podcast yet. Okay. But, um, also, I've been listening to pretty heavily uh, the new Kanye and Kid Cudi album, Kid Sea Ghosts. Okay. I Ripper. do quite like Cudi more so than Kanye, so... It's really good. Okay. I'll be giving that a whirl, I mm-hmm. think, this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Good tip from mm-hmm. Cam. That's what I do. All right. You? I can't... I've seen a lot of movies since we've last chatted. Yes, you you mentioned a few yesterday. Did we... I talked briefly about Solo, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, since then, though, Mm -hmm. I've also seen The Incredibles. Yes. Two. Those, yes. Jurassic World. Mm -hmm. Fallen Kingdom. Yep. And was there possibly something else? I feel like there would have been. I saw Ocean's 8 as well, but I think we talked I about think that we last time as well. That you... yeah. Incredibles 2 was amazing. Okay. You'd almost call it incredible, but that's probably too on the nose. Yeah. I cannot suggest seeing that enough. It was worth uh-huh. the 12-year wait for the sequel. Should I watch the first one first to refresh? I was, I was about to walk out of this room if you had told me that you hadn't seen no, the seen original. It. It's just been a little long. It, it literally opens up exactly where the first ends. Okay. Well, then I, I would probably have to watch it then. Yeah, I think it, I think it would help and nah. you get to sit and enjoy a, a great movie. movie. Mm-hmm. So that was, yeah, that's just got to be Jason seen. Lee back? Who did he play? The villain in the first one. No. Oh. Completely new villain. New, Bob... He, oh, no spoilers, but Bob Odenkirk is in the new one. Okay. Very good in it. All right. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Jurassic World, which, not great. Not great what at all. What about it was not great? Just felt unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Not a lot happened. Like, it was, like, movies like The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens got in a lot of shit for how much they were kind of just... They borrow. Rehashes. Mm. Like, it, this couldn't have been more, like, just Jurassic Park, the the lost... World? The lost world. So like, it's literally... a copy of the third they go, one. They go, the one. they go on what appears to be, like, a peacekeeping kind of mission, like, mm. almost like Greenpeace-esque to save the dinosaurs. Yeah. They get betrayed. The dinosaurs get taken to the real world. The dinosaurs escape. Mm-hmm. I've seen this movie before. Yeah, but... That one didn't have Chris Pratt in it. No, but it had Jeff Goldblum, so it was same far superior. True. It just I, I don't. It just felt weird. Unnecessary. It, it had almost almost a B movie vibe to it because oh. the guy who directed it wasn't Colin Trenoweau, who did the first Jurassic World. He wrote. He like co-wrote it, but mm. this one was directed by, I think, the director of might have been It Follows. Okay. So, it leaned more into, like, it tried to be more of a horror towards the end of the movie with mm. the, the new, like, super dinosaur being quite creepy and it's stuff. Not James Wan, is it? No, it's definitely not James Wan. Okay. All right. Just check. He's that. off doing Aquaman. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it just, it felt weird. It blatantly left the door open for a sequel and, like, 
when the idea for the sequel probably could have just been explored in this movie and mm-hmm. then you're not just wasting more time. wasting time. Yeah, it was like I, we got out of the cinema straight away and it was like almost the first thing I said to Jess was, I'm sorry, that was a bad choice. And you also missed something pretty good. Oh, I missed a great game of AFL, which was very disappointing. Well, a great game is a stretch. Good As- game for you. <laughs> The game was crap. Oh, it was one of the worst games of footy in a long time, especially with the umpiring. But as a, as oh my Jesus, as a, a fan though, of yes. Essendon, yes, a great game. I would have been, yes, yeah. So yeah, that's that's what's been going on. Let's mm-hmm. let's get into to mascots though, and uh-huh. maybe just a, a broader discussion around those kind of Christopher to... Guest movies because. Yeah. I'd I'd be happy to talk about any of those movies, really. Mm-hmm. So if we kind of just segue into just a Christopher Guest love fest, I'm quite happy to talk about Spinal Tap. See, Spinal Tap's probably the one out of all of those movies that I've only really watched once. Uh, yeah, I've seen it a few times. I think I just like it because obviously the first exposure to that was uh, the Simpsons. Simpsons, yeah, in the the Otto episode, yeah, but. Yeah. A half-inflated Dark Lord. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, I, I I think that's my favourite. But I'm I like that it's taking off that genre. Yeah, I think actually, out of all of those, I think A Mighty Wind is my favourite. I think I've seen it. It's them, but it is a folk music, <laughs> like kind of like super show of all these folk bands. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. Top tier. All right. All right. So, let's, let's get into the cast of this one, because mm-hmm. although it's got your regulars of that kind of group, I felt like this was them kind of stepping back a little bit from uh, the lead roles. Yeah. I think just putting a different uh, generation. Yeah. It, it very much felt like that. So, uh, we'll go just top built yeah. cast, really. You've got Zach Woods mm-hmm. as Mike Murray. I love Zach Woods. He's got... He's just funny. He's, he's got that look. Have you watched Silicon Valley yeah, yet? Yeah. yeah, of course I have. Well, this guy fucks, and he <laughs> fucks in this as well. I just It's just the <laughs> disarming element of him as well. Like, I was, when he first kind of popped up in The Office yes. as Gabe, mm-hmm. I was a bit... See, I liked him then. Oh, he was funny, but mm. Silicon Valley for me is it's where the same he... type of character. Yeah, but his Silicon Valley character has that hidden darkness to him that yes. is slowly mm-hmm. being revealed, like his life on the streets and yeah, and like apparently in Silicon Valley he is just allowed to go go off any direction he wants with it. Like they're just like ad lib the shit out of this. So pretty much any time he brings up his character's past in Silicon Valley. Mm. It's completely off the cuff, okay. and it's just stuff he's coming up with. So I'm like, "This is." I need to get back onto that. Actually, where were you last on that? Oh, I, f- I either finished season three or I was about to start it. I can't remember. I think we're at season five. Yeah, you're so, well behind. The latest season, mm. top notch. Is it on Netflix? No, it's HBO. We have our ways. Okay, but they they finally. In season five, they kind of shifted away from the formula of things constantly go wrong for them. Oh, like the... the Yeah, okay. Yeah. I like that part of it, though. After four seasons of it constantly happening. The, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so the Sackwoods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have Sarah Baker 
as his wife. I I like that duo. That they were so. I think she's. I think she's really so. She's on SNL, yes, or was. Was she? I feel like she was. I I don't think she is. I just think no. she's done a few things. She was in Louis. Oh yeah, and the movie that I know her most for is the campaign. Oh, is that Sorry, Will Farrell and Zach Galifianakis because she's Zach's his wife, wife and she has sex with Will Farrell. <laughs> oh, that's a movie I don't want to remember. <laughs> I don't hate that movie. <laughs> um, we of we have uh, Michael Hitchcock, mm. a pretty staple of these movies to a degree, as the mascot world conference organizer. Ah, yep. Um, we have Tom Bennett. I don't know how much you would have been across Tom Bennett before. Probably not. He um done a few British comedies and he was just in a what was that show that I was telling you about with the guy who plays Dennis from Toy Sunny in Philadelphia? Uh, AP Bio. Okay. I think I mentioned that too. You probably he have plays been. his like successful rival in that. So oh. he's kinda of got that schmarmy okay. Britishness to him. But okay. he was Owen Golly Jr. So he wasn't shmami at all in this one. No, it was quite lovely. Yeah. Uh, Kerry Godleman, a Sarah Golly, his wife. I think uh, I've seen her in a few things, British-wise. Have we? I feel like I have. Oh, yeah. She was in um, the Ricky Gervais show yep. where he was at the, oh, the, the care facility. Derek. Derek, yep. Uh, Parker Posey, <laughs> a Sydney Babineau. Uh-huh. She was quality in this one. Yes. Yes, she, um, was, she was still doesn't beat her best in show character with the adult braces, um, matching adult braces with her husband. I should add, mm-hmm. uh, Chris O'Dowd as Tommy Zook Zuccarello, <laughs> uh, weirdest character in the film. Like mm. he was in it. It was kind of like we're in it, so we can say Chris O'Dowd's in this. Well, I believe I said he wasn't in it for like forty minutes, and you're like, where is where he? Is and he? then <laughs> instantly switched to him for like maybe a. Minute long scene, and then yeah. I think that was pretty much it. And for then he him. left, and then he got high, and then that was it. <sighs> Amazing. <laughs> Who else do we have? Uh, ooh, this guy. Bob I don't Balaban. know too much about Christopher Moynihan. Oh, is that Bobby Moynihan's brother? Yes. Is it really? Uh, oh, I love Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> Surely he has to be. Why isn't he in this movie? Stevia! Stevia! <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, he, he played uh, Phil Mayhew. Okay. Uh, we obviously had your favourite, John Michael Higgins, <laughs> as Upton French. <laughs> uh, we had Maria Blausucci as Jessica Munt, who was Upton French's, like, protege. The Elizabeth Banks step in, in my opinion. I think she did all right. I, don't know, I, I think she, she, she needed to be the kind of straight man to yeah, him true. in this. Yeah. Whereas I feel like when Elizabeth Banks and him are together... There's no straight man. It's just no. absurdity Two up against each other. Yes. Uh, we have Jim Piddock as Owen Golly Senior. Mm-hmm. Surely we're nearly rounding this out. We had uh, Susan Yeagley as Lacey Babineau. And then my a good favourite of mine. Yes. Ed Begley Jr. Yes. As AJ Bloomquist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 Mr. yeah, Mr. Alopecia from Arrested Development. We had Fred Willard. We do. We're getting there. We've got Jane Lynch yes. as Gabby Monkhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Why is Fred Willard so far down this list? That's just how it always goes. Uh, we have uh, Don Lake as Buddy Campbell. 
putting in a uh, solid yep. little performance uh-huh. as well. Uh, Fred Willard as Greg Gammons Jr. Uh, Brad Williams as Ron the Worm Trippman, who <laughs> he liked to call Tiny. Um, that was my favourite part of the movie. It was so it uncomfortable. Went on for a while, and I loved it. <laughs> An uncomfortable long time. We'll get into it. Uh, Christopher Guest. Yes. Who we quickly twigged to the fact was replaying Corky St. Clair, mm-hmm. who is the main character of Waiting for Guffman. Yes. Which just was great to see. Yes, him. you could tell by the voice and the actual... The haircut. Yes. The haircut was what I'm like, uh-huh. wait a minute. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, mm-hmm. or Stifler's mum for those yes. of our generation, was uh, Jolene Lumpkin, mm-hmm. and Bob Balaban was Sol Lumpkin. Yes. We'll get into them. I wasn't quite sure what their characters were. Were they just super mascot fans? No, they, they owned the um, the baseball team or whatever oh, that they were the mascot right. side. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes a yep. lot of sense. Also, there's one person. Harry Shearer was the uh, commentator. Wasn't the commentator. So, he was like... He was the, the competition announcer. So, like, so just the, the voice of the venue. Yes. You got very excited when you heard <laughs> that. And I was like, I'm not going to tell him that he just... That's all you're getting. Yeah, I know. I was hoping to see him. But, that's hey, okay. but it's a good bit of Harry. Good bit yes. of Harry. Yes. All right. Let's go for some uh, trivia here. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, first bit of trivia is that Christopher Guest reprises his character Corky Sinclair from 1996's Waiting for Guffman. Mm-hmm. Number two, Harry Shearer's voice can be heard as the announcer at the mascot competition. Oh, my. This is the third time mm-hmm. that Christopher Guest has played Corky Sinclair. Oh. Having previously played him in Waiting for Guffman and in the Saturday Night Live Men's synchronized swimming short film where the character first appeared. I have to track that down. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Christopher Guest's first feature directorial effort since For Your Consideration. Does that mean he's just directed two films? It seems that way. So mm. that, was, that was what? That was like 10. 2006. So yeah, 10 years, years between. Ago. Yeah. Um, Greg Gammons Jr., which is Fred Willard, mm-hmm. asks another character if he likes dogs. And says they're great. This is a reference to Christopher Guest's other movie, Best in Show. No, it's not. Uh, it's just... Uh, you're finding whatever you want to find. <laughs> um, that's that's it from trivia. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's fine. That's pretty... Uh-huh. Pretty lacklustre. Mm-hmm. Um, well, to be fair, I don't know whether there'd be a lot of trivia about a movie I didn't know existed until today. I was right on it. I didn't. The I, day it came out on Netflix, yep. I was on it. Uh huh. What did you think first watch? Not as good as their other stuff. Uh huh. I actually think this second watch for me mm-hmm. was better than the first. Because I think I went in going, holy shit, it's a Christopher Guest movie. You were expecting the world. Yeah. And you got a pretty okay movie. It was an, But again, it's, it's Netflix movies. Mm. They're buying the stuff that no one else wants. Really wants. Because they can just chuck something on there. Yeah. Because fuck it, why not? Exactly. I I enjoyed myself pretty heartily through most of the movie. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know why, though. Like, it's it's not technically great. I just... But it was just fun to watch. I think because with these movies, mm-hmm. and it's the same with all of them, because it is just focused on characters... Mm-hmm. There's nothing showy. There's not a lot of physical comedy. No. It is purely just good character work. Yeah. And ad-lib dialogue that yeah. I think just makes it work. And then 
they just, just they, they, I reckon they somehow form a narrative around whatever they end up with. Because well, you've got that documentary style. Yeah. You can just kind of have characters off doing whatever happens. It doesn't mm. have to link up to anything. And it just mm. kind of works. As long as you've got like your tail part of the film, which is what happened to the characters later on. A couple of months down the line. I it all like, ties up nicely. I feel like the whole movie is they wouldn't have had a lot really written down. It's no. just like we're going to have the end bit. And then the characters, and they've just gone. You can kind of just make your character up, yeah. In a in a sense, mm-hmm. I'm like, I wonder how much they would have put into actually having what mascots. Because I feel like one of the discussions with between Zach and Melissa, yep, was about them choosing mascots and it being a killer whale and a turtle, and then they go in through that whole thing, yep. and it's just like, do you reckon they came to that conclusion? After the fact, <laughs> nah, or is that like? <laughs> but that was a good little. Yeah, we found out that the killer whale was the actual, the natural enemy of the turtle. Yeah, and it's a very graphic story <laughs> yeah. about what they do. But um, I don't really know how to talk about it. You could talk about the characters in general, or the ones that matter. All right, let's let's just go then, character by character. Or oh. you want to do movie? Like, I don't know whether you can... Let's just go. Who was your favourite? That married couple, they were great. They they were very good. That They just... <laughs> an uncomfortable relationship. The, the abusive <laughs> but jovial nature of their relationship was yeah. funny but uncomfortable. Like, she... Like, you can tell from the start, like, mm-hmm. she instantly, like, touches his ear. Yeah. And she's like, I found some, I found some fluff, and he's just like, you can tell me with your mouth, <laughs> not with your hands, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, yeah. oh, geez. And then yeah. as the movie goes along, they keep it's this little sniping at oh, each yeah. other yeah. to the point that they're doing like a um a talking heads bit, mm. and he's talking about the fact that they're going to therapy, and then she's like, maybe you should talk about the fact that you slept with um Sid- Sydney Babino, yeah, which is uh. Parker Posey's yes, character. Armadillo. The armadillo. And you're like, oh, yeah. shit. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. But um, yeah, I really like that sort of... And my actually, my favourite part of their thing was the one year later. Oh, <laughs> where... Because they've, they've now been fired from their, their jobs as mascots. Yes. Do you think the team actually fell out or the fact that they fought at the competition? Oh, they got fired. They, they, yeah. Because yeah, the... Stifler's mum was like in tears as they started fighting at the yeah. competition. Like, yeah, I reckon they've, they've sold the team and they've just gone. Yeah, so yeah. So, uh, because Zach Wood's character just fucks anything he can see in this film. Well, apparently just two sisters. No, I reckon he's... And that babysitter. He's run his way. Yeah, he's hired a very attractive babysitter. He looks young. Old enough. Old enough. I, I feel uncomfortable even saying that now. I know. But I, I don't think they were implying anything... <laughs> other than, yeah, okay. yeah. Anything too bad there other than the fact yes. that they would be sleeping together. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, as soon as she notices him looking at the babysitter, starts with the... Just touching again. <laughs> and him jokingly screaming for help whilst looking down the barrel of the camera. Because they... they... They do a, like a, a half role play of like, oh, this little baby. It's like, oh, I've got an abusive mother. <laughs> Munchausen syndrome. Help. <laughs> Help. It's just like, ah. Oh. 
That was he good. does that so well. But because it was all in the expressive eyes, like he's joking around saying help, but his eyes are so wide that you're like, oh no. Didn't they mention his eyes as well? Because apparently the, uh, his wife was like, I think something's wrong with your eyes. And he goes, oh, I just began to believe it. So I got him checked out for cataracts. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, no, that's just your eyes. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, I feel like he's been beaten into submission. Yeah. And the way he deals with that is fucking... <laughs> Anything else. <laughs> Anything else. Oh, Zach. Oh, Zach. So he was great. Uh-huh. I, I really enjoyed... Um, Babquist. Yeah. So, is the the other judge mm-hmm. because Jane Lynch played what is it, amounts to the star yes. judge uh-huh. because she was an ex mascot that went on to write a book. But Babquist was this like former mascot as well. He he thinks of himself as a trailblazer. I believe because he was the first mascot to ever be anatomically correct. Yes. And so he was a donkey yes. with a very large penis that lasted one game. And then they transitioned that into, he has a, a thing. A large Mexican following. Yeah, and then he said that he has a micro penis. Yeah. <laughs> what? Did you also notice that he said, because of the anatomically correct nature, mm. he had a lot of fans in Tasmania? Yeah, why Tasmania? I don't know. It seems weird that they would specifically say a state of Australia. But they did. It was oddly specific. And I'm like, is there another Tasmania that we're not aware of? No. No. It did, it, it felt weird. Yeah. But I just, don't often I just hear loved it. every scene with him. Jane Lynch's character always had to one up him. Yes. Like he's he's trying to check into the hotel. <laughs> and he's got like the room's even titled like the, the John Wayne suite. I believe. Is what he wanted. Yes. But it was actually... Slim Pickens. The Slim Pickings Suite. Like, <laughs> what hotel <laughs> is naming their room the Slim Pickings Suite? I think uh, maybe they all have, like, country stars' names. And I'm pretty sure that's... Okay, that would make more I'm sense. pretty sure that's... But then as he's yeah, struggling to get guys. that confirmed, Jane Lynch just rocks up with mm-hmm. the... Uh... Oh, so good. I, th- I think just everyone in this was was on their game. Yeah. But Apart even, from Chris O'Dowd, I kind of felt like he could have not been in it. I think you could easily have had him in it, but I still liked him as the, the mm. bad boy mm. of the mascot circuit. Yeah. I, I just feel like out of everyone, that was... His character made no sense. No. Because someone with that temperament and attitude mm-hmm. is not going to be a mascot. No. Well, no. It was the only ice hockey one, and they're prone to be aggressive sportsmen. So maybe that's their yeah, thing they were going for. Yeah, I get that. Still. Still. Um, I really enjoyed the British guy, though. Mm-hmm. Golly Junior. <laughs> Golly. Jolly. Jolly. <laughs> jolly Golly. Jolly Golly. Oh. Gay Jolly Golly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just like the, that relationship. With his wife. Yep. Which and the dad. Pol- polar opposite to yeah. uh, Zach Wood's relationship. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. He, but he had his dad, who was mm-hmm. the, the... They were the mascots that was passed down from generation to generation. Yes. And he did not want to be a mascot, but of course, was forced into it by mm-hmm. his dad. So, it's again, it's just stereotypes. But then through this particular brand of comedy's lens, yeah. just gives it a lot of heart. And it's, it's like they've gone with... 
the the sporting stereotype with that. Yeah. But going through, oh, it's actually just a mascot. Yeah. Which I thought was good. I like that. There's not much else to say about it. No. Other than about how just oddly funny it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt like I had a permanent, like, little grin. Yeah. Like, there was no part where I'm like, this is bad, or, mm. like, I'm just sitting there going, this is fun. Yeah, and then the the um, running joke of that furry. Yes, because at a, at a mascot competition, you're going to get uh, some inappropriate furries come in. Mm-hmm. Furries for the non-aware are people with a, a certain fetish for. Yeah. Very characters. Characters, yeah, they've got... So, of course, a mascot competition's going to get them come out of the woodwork mm-hmm. and... Yeah. Yeah, it was a little little funny running joke and then at the end... The... Was running after it. Yeah. Yeah. My favourite bit with that was there was no no audio, but it was the furry was in a, a pink bunny costume mm. just to go undercover, essentially. Walks up to someone in a clam costume. <laughs> and is as it strokes the clam, the clam turns around and opens the clams to be like a shocked face. It was just like... <laughs> and then as it was getting escorted out, you see the clam again. Still so, shocked. And it's just like, maybe there was love there. Maybe there was. Yeah. Maybe that's what they were going for. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if I keep saying my favourite part, it's going to be Zach... It will be because they were they were practicing their baseball routine, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the two owners of the team that their mascots for walk in As all they're quiet, having, like a domestic, and they're having fucking domestic, <laughs> and he's hurling these baseballs at her. But then, oh, as so as good. they realise that the owners were there, like yeah. awkwardly go over to greet them. Did you see how awkward his handshake was yeah. with Bob? Just even went in for like the slight hug with the other arm. Oh, before they said who they were, I, I assumed it was like her mum. So did dad. I. I thought it was like the parents, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. And then that handshake made more sense. Yep, but it wasn't. No, I, I, that would have been funny. But I guess that's that's unnecessary. Yes. Yeah. Was there anything that didn't work for you? Um, the 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 need to change uh, the sister for the armadillo was it necessary to have? Yeah, that I I didn't get it. I felt like this is going to sound awful, but I felt like her character really only needed to be there for the joke of Zach Woods having sex with someone else again. Yeah, and it being the sister. Yeah, like yeah. I don't think it really served Parker Posey's storyline in any no. way. And then, and then to her, not be able to do it. And then her storyline kind of just ends with her being sick and not and being able to do it anyway. Diarrhea and whatnot. So yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I think that kind of fell flat for me. Yeah, I think that whole because I just I don't think they gave her character enough. Of her own no. personality or backstory to make that moment mean something. Yeah. Like they tried, they go, oh, someone's putting a complaint about you. But then it doesn't make sense and then that it, nothing happened. But it doesn't make sense that the complaint against her meant that the sister could then perform in her place. No, but then I think they said, 
oh, the complaints been wiped afterwards, and then it was all fine. So really, that scene was unnecessary. Yeah. It, it paid no price. There was nothing there for it. So a lot of her storyline, just you could wipe a but, lot of it. But she, I felt she brought a lot of good, like... Physical comedy to the role, mm. which mm. I felt was good in parts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, we could talk about the actual routines in the end, and my favourite scene. Okay. Fred. Oh yes, we haven't even gotten to that. The uncomfortable scene. <laughs> All right. Let, let's talk about uh, Fred Willard's uh, very uncomfortable scene. So Fred Willard is the he's, he's just Fred Willard. He's the yeah, as he's always, the which is the the old guy who's yeah. now just saying inappropriate things seems to be his character trait. Mm-hmm. But he is the coach. Yeah. Of a plumber. Of mascots. Of plumber. I, I felt think, like he was a coach to a few. I think he said, oh, I'm the plumber's mascot. And that's the reason he was watching tape and he came back after his routine. That makes sense. Yeah. So, there was this offhand scene where a little person... Yes. Who was a mascot of his home mm-hmm. is trying to get something from a kitchen cupboard. It's not clear what it is. And Fred Willard comes in and offers to help him and uh-huh. you know the little person henceforth who'll be known as Tiny because that's what Fred Willard called him. Um, you know, he's refusing the help, says, you know, no, I've got this. Mm-hmm. Gets it down, Fred Willard even then goes, Here, let me give you a hand, jumping up onto the chair, okay. not realising how just disrespectful he's being. And At just, that point, I'm like, he's just trying to be nice. Yeah. He keeps going and he's not. <laughs> the bit, that, like, the scene that kind of essentially ends at that entire excruciatingly long scene is when he goes, ask me for $5. <laughs> Can I have $5? Stands up. Sorry, I'm a little bit short today. And walks off, and that is the end of the scene. It's just like, oh no, uh, it was good though. And uh, I felt, I felt like they covered their their ass by having him joke about it as well. Yeah, Fred but asked him, but he was joking cover. about it to be very sarcastic, 100%, back yes. to his character, yes. to kind of be like, "You're being a dickhead." Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but still, I found it. Funny it was a it good. It was been. a good scene. It was a good scene. All right, let's um, because I feel like we're struggling to really talk about this film. But hey, we had fun watching it. So yeah. uh, if you're listening, make sure you do watch it. Favorite, favorite out of the actual routines. Oh, oh the actual routines. I enjoyed the hedgehog, and I think you're supposed to because his was the yeah. most. Yeah, it was the most form formulated and actual a full sort of Yeah. It was an actual routine, like mm. with a bit of comedy. Very Benny Hill esque, which I think they're trying to yeah. go with because he was the, the British mascot. I mean, if I said my favourite routine was Zach and Melissa <laughs> because it went off the rails. See, I think my favourite's the plumber one. <laughs> It's just so fucking bizarre. <laughs> He's a plumber trying to plunge a toilet mm. and then pulls out a little turd yes. that is also a mascot. Mm-hmm. What an absolute plot twist. 
Yeah, and then the 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 the, the poo starts dancing, and uh, that's that was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then like I felt like the the fist, so Chris O'Dowd's character. Yeah, just a bit, just a bit ham fisted in there. I would have thought. Well done, mate. Well done. I think the funniest part of that was the over the top crowd reaction to him. <laughs> So, yeah, it was all the dudes loving it. <laughs> but no, not just dudes. Everyone in the crowd by the end was just off their chops. Except just... for the oldies. The oldies yeah. didn't like it because it was too loud. But the men, women, children, hmm. just cheering along, losing their shit. Didn't even get on the podium. All he did, his routine, was him roller skating around, <laughs> playing air guitar. Yeah, and then hitting stuff. Yeah. And, and then bringing out the lifeless body of a other mascot. And then give him the finger. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. As soon as you see the hand, you're like, it's going to give the finger. I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. So, they have a one, two, three. How did that rabbi and the worm get two? What did they do? I think it's just... Just to Give the award to Tiny. Fair enough, but still. There's, yeah, theirs was just a little bit of dancing around. I would have given it to the pencil and the sharpener. Pencil and the sharpener was good. From India? From India. <laughs> what does that have to do with cricket? I don't know. Why does it have to do with cricket just because it's India? That was for the cricket club. Was it? Yes. Oh, my. The score sheet. I don't know. Okay, it's, it's more sense than I could make of it. <laughs> I'll try to put some logic to it. Yeah, it's a movie that's not easy to talk about without giving away. Yeah, everything. Well, and and because it's so ad libbed and sort of yeah, there's not there's not a real. It's not like a movie. It's just like a collection of short scenes. I mean, that's a movie. But (laughs) all right, so maybe then let's just to because we have we've talked for a fair bit already. Okay. Um, what we can. Just to round it off, where where would you kind of place this within, like those overarching movies? <sighs> Good question. It's it's hard to sort of like it's not as good, no. but I still think it's a good movie. Yeah, it's it's a, I like the format, so it's gonna provide in that way. Yeah, so. It's better than a lot of stuff we've watched, so that's always a good thing. But in the this grand scope of things, probably on the lower end, but it's still, you still have a lot of good moments and funny moments. It's, it's still just enjoyable. Yes. I, I could easily put that on again a mm. couple of months down the line mm. and be happy that I'm watching it again. Yeah. Um, in terms of the Christopher Guest movies, have you seen Waiting for Guffman? <sighs> Maybe a while ago. I can't. Okay, so for everyone listening, uh-huh. as much as we're saying watch Mascots... Waiting for Guffman is just phenomenal. Well, I recommend this as Spinal Tap, but that's a... There's, see, Spinal Tap is good, but there's something so ridiculous about Waiting for Guffman, because mm. it's all centred around just a local theatre production, and like just the people going insane over it is just... That does seem like more on the level yeah. that this one's at, like a sort of, yeah. Except this one's gr- more grand, I suppose. Yeah, a little bit, but oh, just <laughs> so good. <laughs> so the recommendation is watch it, but watch the other stuff too. Yeah, 
Mm. Definitely, definitely watch this, mm. and then if there was even a shred of you, like if there was the slightest part of you that smirked or even laughed once, mm-hmm. go off and watch Best in Show, mm-hmm. Spinal Tap, Waiting for Guffman, and A Mighty Wind. Yeah, because you are just going to experience some of the better comedies mm-hmm. that I think that are out there. Be in the mood for it, though. It, it's. Yes, very much so. It is mm-hmm. a very particular genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be in the mood for just lots of just talking. Yeah. About just stuff. <laughs> like, it's uh, yeah. nothing particular. And it's, like and it's, it's subtle as well. Like, mm. you've got to give it your attention because it can just be, you know, the, the slightest look or reaction from a character mm-hmm. within scenes can be, you know, the funniest part of it. Like... Yeah. Anytime Zach Woods was touched by his wife, the the physical reaction to that was probably funnier than the oh look she's being abusive side of it. It's yeah, yeah, it's the visceral reaction within the moment that he's having. I don't want to keep talking about them, but another favourite part of it was they were getting ready to go to the airport, and the wife is going, "Oh come on, hurry up!" and he. Oh, no, he's going, hurry up. And she's like, oh, we've got plenty of time. And he's like, I always get stopped by the PSA. <laughs> and she goes, it's because you look like a lone shooter. Yes. <laughs> you have that body type. She literally says, you fit the profile. <laughs> oh, just like he does. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so good. All right. I'd watch a movie with them. I would too. Let's make it happen. All right, let, I think let's just... We're going to leave it at that. Yeah. We've obviously loved the film. Yeah. I'm curious for your official... By score. Rating it on score. Uh-huh. Okay, so... I'm going to give it four. Four. Four out of five. Strong review from... I fucking love <laughs> Just thinking about it more. Like, there's parts of it that are not as good, but... Is it one that parts. you're now going to make Sarah watch? I don't know if it's for Sarah. Oh, Okay. I can try. Yeah. But we'll see. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Four out of five domestic. <laughs> domestic. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Let's let's leave it at that. Yes. Um, well, next time we, we speak, mm. well, speak to our, our listeners, we will be at our big 50. And what that is, who knows? Big milestone. We don't know. We don't know. We know Bakesy will be here for it. Ooh, I didn't. I'm going to make him here <laughs> for it. Let's put it that way. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll think of something. We've, we've had some ideas as to what it's going to be. Mm. I think it's... I feel like it won't be a film review as standard to okay. what we do. Yep. This is news to Cam. This is how we... Just decide on content on the fly. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's fine. The iron, yeah. the iron fist is at play it's, again. It's, it's a it's swing. It's swinging. It's fucking on the table. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So we look forward to that. Yes. We look forward to you know hitting that nice little milestone mm-hmm. for us. Um, but as always, if you know we've we're saying for the last few weeks that any ideas that our audience has for what we should do for our. 50th episode or we'd, any we'd love them. to hear or any of them or as well first yeah true we're not going to stop at 50 that's probably a good thing to make note just of. watch 50 first dates <laughs> <laughs> no um, 
So yeah, um, got that out in the air. That's fine. So yeah, if, feel free, of course, to get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. We love to hear from our listeners. Yes, we we mainly hear from people that we know of that are mm. listening. I feel like that's our our direct feedback line that's at the demo. moment. <laughs> our demo. Th- thanks, mum and dad. Um. Yeah, we'd love to hear from everyone. So, uh, you can find us as the Cameo Guys on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yes. Uh, you're probably more likely to find both of us on Instagram, though, uh-huh. as most of the world is now these Not days. Not Facebook for me. Not Facebook. Maybe, you know, what we could do... Yes. They've launched Instagram TV. the hell is that? You can film long-form videos live Done. on Instagram. Maybe that can be part of the 50th. Done. Bang. Live it. Content generation. Bakesy has to be in the room, though. Well, we can make it happen. On a, on a screen, then. <laughs> so, yeah, get in touch yes. with us, guys. Or, you know, shoot us an email, because who doesn't love getting an email? I love it. So, we're at cameoguys at gmail.com. Yes. All right, everyone. I think that's it. Yep. Maybe uh, spend your week before listening to the 50th watching mascots. And just think about what you'd like to say to us, because we're waiting. Patiently. We'll continue. Not aggressively. (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Have a good one. See you guys.